this is not a tech podcast, but um, tech is kind of full of bullshit all the time. Yes. So it uh, it intersects frequently with social justice and liberal progressive issues. And this time, so while uh, WWDC was going on, Apple released a it's not a preview, it actually was the first episode of their, I don't know why they're making uh, TV content for their music.app Yeah But it's called Planet of the Apps and it is a Shark Tank clone about getting VC funding for apps, which I mean, probably would have been cool in 2009, but whatever. Yeah. I have a lot of opinions about the fact that Apple is turning into uh, pre-Xbox 90s Microsoft. That is not today's topic. Um, (laughs) Instead, what we're going to talk about is a uh, tweet that came out of the uh, PR account for Planet of the Apps, which was deleted due to outrage. Right. Um. And it shows a picture of one of the contestants from the first episode, uh, captioned, I rarely get to see my kids. That's a risk you have to take. Yeah. And the whole internet, well, the sensible part of it was like, oh, hell oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause that, that's like, that's one of those toxic attitudes that's super prevalent in tech is that if you're not on the verge, the literal verge of death or, or you know, derangement from lack of sleep that you're not really teching hard enough and you need to tech harder. Right. Which is, like, so freaking counterproductive. Like, nobody is operating. And, and, and so one of my favorite, so, I mean, this, this came out a couple of weeks or days. I don't even know. Time is weird. Um, after a series of tweets from a venture capital guy who is like basically saying that this is stupid, this is a terrible attitude, and nobody should like, this isn't like a good way to work. Um, and in fact, one of the uh, founders of Basecamp wrote a really good medium piece about how Basecamp, a wildly profitable uh, company, doesn't work this way, has never worked this way, will never work this way, and they have Fridays off during the summer or something, or maybe it's Mondays. Anyway, they have like four day work weeks during the summer. And like, and that was good. (laughs) (laughs) But meanwhile, you've got all these other people, and this is a super prevalent attitude who genuinely believe that like you need to work yourself to death, that that's how you do anything worthwhile which is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's part of a broader meme that's been getting wider um, as the economy isn't actually improving, but the metrics we use to measure the economy are improving. Things, you know, like stock market performance, but like mm. not how people are doing indexes. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's lots of money. A few people have it. The yeah. rest of us are having it ground out of us more or less forcibly, depending on our industries. And the uh, PR that's coming out, I don't know if it's legitimate PR or actual misguided journalism, <laughs> um, but it's all of this crap that's, you know, like 
congratulatory about someone who successfully got their thing funded. Oh, and by their by the way, their thing was, you know, that their father wouldn't die of not cancer treatment. Yeah. It uh, Yeah. And it's it's so freaking screwed up or like the the 80 something year old man who mowed lawns but his lawnmower broke and his neighbors got together and they bought him a fucking new lawnmower yeah (laughs) (laughs) like okay he's like did did you think about like buying him groceries you know right you know like holy shit go fund me his mortgage for a while although really like how how is this a fucking country where old people are mowing lawns because that's the only way they can both have a house and food this is this is like the biggest outrage to me i that's not what i want <laughs> this is not how i would arrange things yeah uh and another common one um isn't just people who deserve to be retired not being retired um but also glorifying people who already have full-time employment in terms of numbers of hours uh participating in the gig economies which like the gig economy itself is a symptom of holy shit things are not going well yeah Um, and one specifically i'm looking at is you know uh Shout out to all the impressive Lyft parents out there, like Mary, a longtime Lyft driver who is still on the road at nine months pregnant. When contractions persisted, she headed to the hospital, but not before accepting one last request. Lyft should be ashamed of that. Right. That's not. (laughs) (laughs) We should be ashamed of these stories. And like, I know of people who you know, have a regular job that should be enough, but of course it's not because we're opposed to anybody making a living wage in this country, except in a few pockets of liberalism here and there. Yeah. And so like, you know, you work all day and then you drive and it, I guess you have to drive a certain amount uh, or a certain number of, of rides. I don't know if it's rides in number like, or amount of money before you actually get that money from Lyft. So like if you're, trying to make rent or you need groceries that day like you have to basically keep working until you can make that happen and it's a fucking outrage that shouldn't be a thing you can't go home until you can get groceries like and you have to keep driving your god now i use lyft um i used it extensively during my trip um last week and some of the fares that i paid were truly outrageous they were um (laughs) surge pricing or whatever and i was like you know what fuck it maybe they'll give the driver more for this although you know they're probably not i bet the driver's not making that much more yeah i don't know how that works i hope they make more because like the fare was was like three times what it normally (laughs) would have been and i was like well they're trying to weed out people who either can't or won't pay this much and am i one of those people Eh, no so i paid it and i got a lift to wherever i was going but I and Lyft is the lesser evil. Right. I mean, we don't need to talk about Uber because I mean, everyone else is talking it to death Um, and hopefully literally to death. Like, I hope they die soon. (laughs) Um, But yeah, (laughs) it's shameful. It's it's shameful the way in this country what we mostly value is working people to death. Yeah. (laughs) Like. 
how 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 have we gotten so fucked up? Like it's always been kind of a thing where you're supposed to take pride in working really hard and that's fine. But like you're also supposed to I mean why you have to like there used to be a reason to work like I work really hard and I support my family who I see you know on occasion who who I have a chance to speak to (laughs) at least once a day like that used to be a thing I mean for a while okay so for a really long time it wasn't and then you know we got like labor reform and then it was and that was good and now we're like ever more rapidly unraveling that. So people are going back to like, you might as well be down a mine shaft for yeah. 12 hours a day. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it was like a really bad sign where um, this past election season, um, for the first couple of months there, the fight for 15 was between both sides of the Democrats. yeah we should pretty much all be on board with that there have been a few case studies in cities around the nation and it's been fine yeah and like that's still not a good wage right that is barely scraping by that's is that even like equivalent with interest adjustment or whatever uh inflation adjustment to what the original minimum wage was? I don't think so. Isn't it like 20 bucks or something? I believe so. I'm going to try googling it. Yeah. Which again, I mean, so <laughs> we had a president once who was like nobody who works a full-time job should you know, be desperately poor. And th- that seems fine. I'm okay with that ideology. I'm filling, yeah. sp- I'm spilling space here while Joe Googles. But like, that seems like a good and sound uh, way of thinking about things. I don't know what the fuck happened. That now even people who are Democrats, who are supposed to be liberal, are like, no, that fi- that's outrageous. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, and I mean... Uh... Uh, so I found something that was out of date where it would have been like $16 in, uh, 2008. <laughs> I don't actually know what, <laughs> what $2,008 are like compared to 2017. Well, inflation continues unabated. We didn't actually, uh, go through any, uh, deflation. Um, and while, uh, I'm thinking about this though, um, the common opposition to increasing minimum wages is that inflation will occur. And uh, the story is always, you know, the Weimar Republic between the world wars, people having <laughs> wheelbarrows of marks to buy bread. Um, there's some, something different about that, though. Like, I don't think, lot, I don't think there's, there's not that. that much reason to suppose that that would happen if we raised the minimum wage to $15. Just saying. But even then, let's say we had somehow an overnight, you know, 2x inflation, because, um, I mean, that's basically what going from uh, seven and change to 15 flat would be. Um, The thing about that is poor people, or at least lower middle class people, win big when that happens. Because they have debt that's measured in the old dollars. And Inflation didn't actually occur unless the purchasing power of the dollar changed. 
So that means that their salary would have went up anyway, even if they weren't someone who was making minimum wage. Mm -hmm. So their mortgage for $100,000, you know, used to be X percentage of their annual income, and now it is half that. Right. If inflation actually occurred. Yeah, also student loans, every other type of debt, Um, car loans, all of it. And the only people that lose, quote unquote, lose right. <laughs> in that is, you know, people who make their money off of money. Right. <laughs> they can afford it. It's not, it, noth- it will never constitute a real loss for these people. Yeah. It's amazing the acquisitiveness of that whole class. Like they have more money than they can spend in 10 lifetimes. Why the fuck do they want to... They're like fucking dragons sitting on piles of gold coins at this point. But that's exactly it. They only live off of their capital gains and interest. So, you know, even if they have $100 in the bank, they can only spend $100,000 a year because that's what they got in capital gains and interest. I'm making these numbers up. That's probably (laughs) not me. But that's how they they feel. They feel like they make $100K a year because that's all their interest pulled in. And, you know, it's it's not rational, but, you know, they're terrible people. What are you going to do? Yeah, that's true. And terrible people own the media, so that's how the narrative gets spun. Like I said, you know, literally, the Democrats were fighting about this for, like, mm. four months. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty disappointing. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> right now... I'm pretty uh, damn worried about what's going to happen in the fall uh, with the New Jersey's gubernatorial race, um, because the only reason Chris Christie happened was <laughs> because our uh, governor is one year after the presidency. So that was in 2009, where uh, Goldman Sachs executive John Corzine was seeking his second term. And Mm -hmm. the Democrats were like, yeah, fine, you know, let this billionaire run again, whatever. We don't want to do any actual work. So, of course, the competitor won, not on his own merit, but, Yeah, it wouldn't matter who the fuck you were. I I would elect a goat instead of... Right. (laughs) Although, honestly, a goat would have been better. Well, yeah. Um, (laughs) And then he he sailed into his uh, second term by working uh, very closely with... Obama during uh, Hurricane Sandy relief efforts and <laughs> snubbing GOP candidate Mitt Romney in the process. Yeah, like well. he he skipped a, a rally or something. I mean, which is totally the right call. But I mean, it, it pushed his popularity over the top for the brief period that he needed that to be the case. Uh, and uh, combined with that was the cowardly Cory Booker, most popular Democrat in the state of New Jersey, decided to run for deceased uh lautenberg lautner something um his uh senate seat and you know Mm. it basically took the easy way out instead of running against the extremely popular republican governor um and now we don't have any uh decent democrats left in new jersey except the new guy that appeared um also has ties to goldman sachs and he's running against christie's lieutenant governor Can we have a goat? Yeah, I'll vote for the goat. <laughs> There's got to be a goat somewhere <laughs> in the state of New Jersey. 
but with no ties to Goldman Sachs. Uh, now, there were two legitimate uh, competitors uh, to this guy in the primary, but of course, because we don't have runoff voting, um, the opposition vote was split, so he won. Which is exactly how Trump won his primary, because all the not Trump candidates wouldn't drop out. So he won with 30% compared to a bunch of 20s and teens all the time. Yeah, like, although, like, I don't, I don't even remember who the second play, like, I would not, you know, it's hard to say, (laughs) I would not be okay with a Ted Cruz presidency, but would that be worse than what we have now? I don't know. Probably not. I don't think he had ties to Russia. Yeah, the whole the whole Russia thing is is pretty uh, new. <laughs> in in as far as I know, uh, like we've never. I don't know that we've had a president who smelled so strongly of borscht in the or whoever our enemy happened to be at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think we've elected treason before. Yeah, man, that's pretty different. It's it's fucking amazing. Like the the number of people who are like, yeah, that seems like a guy. either I mean the small amount of people who are like, yeah, this guy's going to be great and the larger amount of people who are like, fuck this that woman. She's terrible. I will vote for anybody but her including this bag of shit that's currently on fire. <laughs> but her emails. Right? Yeah. About those emails, like, man. <sighs> so basically, as usual, everything is terrible. Uh, yeah. Don't, <laughs> and I, uh, 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 don't work yourself to death, kids, if you can help it. And I hope you can. I would make it so that you can if I were in charge. Yeah, it seems like pretty good policy for people, you know, be alive. <laughs> right? Like, <sighs> So... Welcome back to our regularly (laughs) scheduled being really pissed off and uh, happy summer, kids. Yeah, have a good one.